It is Monday, August 24th, 2020, and you are tuned into Dirt Tracker Daily. I'm Justin Fiedler. The biggest story of the weekend, yet again, was the feats of one Kyle Larson. He showed up to both World of Outlaw shows in North Dakota this weekend and won one in spectacular fashion, and then went to Indianapolis on Sunday and won his first ever Hoosier 100 in a USAC Silver Crown car. Next up on the horizon for Larson, his first late model starts. He tested this last week in a car owned by Kevin Rumley and is expected to make his debut this coming weekend with the Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series at Port Royal Speedway in Pennsylvania. If he ends up being even mildly competitive this weekend at Port Royal, the already insane kind of almost mythological perception of Kyle Larson will grow even more and probably rightfully so. Back to Friday night, the World of Outlaws Sprint Cars were at the River City Speedway for a 40-lap feature. River City's always provides good racing and Friday's finish lived up to the hype. Larson led most of the feature from his second starting position, but the race for the lead got wild late. With four laps to go in Larson and heavy lap traffic, Logan Schuhart made a move to the bottom in turn three and got into the back of the 57, sending Larson on a detour through the infield. Larson stayed in the gas, though, and only fell back to second. Schuhart led laps 37, 38, and 39, but on the white flag lap, Larson was coming. Into turn three, Larson was on the cushion with Schuhart in the middle. Schuhart slid up to try to block the run, but Larson turned underneath him and powered by to take the win right at the line. It was a crazy finish that people were talking about all day on Saturday. Don't forget that Larson and Shuhart had a run-in at Knoxville that Shuhart wasn't pleased about. Who knew that the sprint car rivalry we needed in our lives was Logan Shuhart versus Kyle Larson? Donnie Schatz, David Gravel, and Brad Sweet rounded out the top five. Sweet's top five finish was a hell of an accomplishment after getting caught up in an early incident and needing to spend time in the work area. He drove uh, from the back all the way up to that fifth position. Saturday at Red River Valley saw three different drivers lead the feature with Carson Macedo out front in the early going, and then the race out front got really good between Brad Sweet and Kyle Larson. The two battled for much of the second half of the show, but at the end of the, uh, of the race, Larson was masterful in lap traffic and was able to drive away to his ninth win of the season. Sweet finished second, Sheldon Hoddenshield was third, Kerry Madsen fourth, and James McFadden was fifth. Before this weekend, Larson had never raced in North Dakota, and he left with two wins in his first two starts. In only 19 outlaw starts this season, Larson's nine wins are the most with the series on the year. Brad Sweet is second with seven wins. It's crazy to think that back at Volusia in February, Larson struggled all all three nights, finishing 5th in the B-Main on the opening night, and then 23rd and 16th in the features to close out the weekend. He's been on a tear ever since. Behind Kyle Larson, David Gravel, uh, David Gravel has been very good in the last few months. His average finish over the last 10 races is 4.3, and he's now racked up 18 top 10 finishes in a row, including 3 wins. In the World of Outlaws team points, the 41 Jason Johnson team is actually tied for the championship lead with the 1S team of Shark Racing. Remember that David Gravel has missed a few shows because of his pavement foray with Parker Price Miller filling in. It's absolutely possible that we could have two different champions this season, one in the driver's uh, uh, standings and one in the owner standings. Two more outlaw shows, though, haven't given us any more clarity in the driver standings. The top five are only separated by 92 points. Uh, Logan Schuhart is out front by eight points over Brad Sweet. Donnie Schatz is 58 back in third. Carson Macedo, 82 back in fourth. And Sheldon is 92 back in fifth. Next up, two more shows this weekend, Saturday at US 36 Raceway and Sunday at I-80 Speedway. We'll certainly talk about those more as the week goes on. Larson's other win this weekend in the 65th ever Hoosier 100 was also an incredible feat 
of driving. Larson was originally scheduled to start on the pole, but he and six other teams decided to swap tires and start in the rear. That put Larson 22nd at the start, but he wasn't there long. He was up to fourth by lap nine and to the lead by lap 25. He didn't just drive away, though. He led five laps before early leader CJ Leary was backed by him for the top spot. From there, Larson seemed to kind of just be content riding around behind Leary for a while. Later, a restart on lap 64 was the uh, moment Larson had been waiting for. Into turn one, he got a run and made a big move to the outside of Leary to take the lead. The move broke Leary's momentum, and he dropped a third behind Tyler Courtney. Courtney attempted to reel Larson in, though, um, over the next laps, but he slowed on lap 79 with an apparent engine issue and was out of the event. From there, it was all Larson out front. He took the win over C.J. Leary, Logan Seavey, Shane Cockrum, and Chris Windham. It was Larson's third win of the weekend and third Silver Crown win of his career. It was an incredible way to cap off the weekend for Larson. Uh, Certainly that legend continues to grow, and I'm sure it will do so more this weekend. Over to the Luke Soul Late Model Dirt Series on Thursday night last week, Tim McCready kicked off the topless 100 weekend at Batesville with the opening night win, but the rest of the weekend belonged to Jimmy Owens. In Friday night's second and final prelim night, Owens kept Brandon Overton at bay and led all 30 laps en route to the $5,000 win. Overton was second, Jonathan Davenport third, Shannon Buckingham fourth, and Kyle Bronson finished fifth. That set up Saturday's feature lineup with Jimmy Owens and Tim McCready on the front road together. At the green flag of the 100 lapper with $40,000 on the line, it was all Owens from the start. He jumped to a sizable lead early and went unchallenged for most of the race. Behind him, though, Hall of Famer Billy Moyer was on the move from his 18th starting position. He methodically picked his way through the field, and as the race got inside 20 laps to go, Moyer was into second and coming after Owens for the lead. On the white flag lap, Moyer slipped around Owens on the high side for the lead in the first two corners, but slid up on corner exit and actually tagged the wall down the backstretch. That let Owens get away for his third career topless 100 victory. Earl Pearson Jr. finished second, Tim McCready third, Moyer fell to fourth with obvious damage to his race car, and Dale McDowell finished fifth. Following the three nights, Owens has stretched his lead in the standings now out to an incredible 585 points. McCready is now tied with Davenport for second, with Josh Richards fourth and Tyler Erb fifth. Luke Soul Late Model Dirt Series is back this week for three nights at Port Royal, where, as I mentioned earlier, we will see Kyle Larson's late model debut. Speaking of late models, the World of Outlaws late model series continued their Pennsylvania swing Friday night at Williams Grove. After dominating Thursday night's race at Lincoln Speedway, Brandon Shepard picked up right where he left off. He started second but led every lap en route to his 13th win of 2020. Greg Satterley finished second, Rick Eckert was third, Mason Ziegler fourth, and Gene Knob finished fifth. Eckert's third place finish was his third straight top three finish with the series. On Saturday, the series moved over to Erie Speedway for a 50-lapper and 10,000 to win. Dennis Urban Jr. started on the pole, but it was Boom Briggs who led the way from the start. Boom led the first 40 laps, but was never able to get completely away from the field. Late in the going, Herb was able to make his move on the bottom and get by Boom for the lead with 10 laps remaining. Herb drove away to get his first series win of the season. Boom finished second, Shepard was third, Ashton Winger fourth, and Alex Furry finished fifth. Shepard's lead in the standings continues to grow with the margin back to Ricky Weiss in second, now sitting at 284 points. Cade Dillard, though, is inching closer to Ricky Weiss. He's only 34 back now for that second position. The late model series is off now until September 4th at Livonia Speedway. After a few weeks off, the All-Star Circuit of Champions had a pair of shows over the weekend. Friday night at Wilmot was a co-sanction with the IRA Sprint Cars. Blake Nemi led the early going, but uh, Corey Eliason took the lead on lap 10 in traffic and drove away to his second win of the season and second win in a row. 
Ian Madsen finished second, driving the Boffman Reitzel 17. Hunter Schoenberg was third, Zeb Weiss fourth, and Gerard McIntyre finished fifth. Tyler Courtney had another good run going, uh, but got spun late from second. He finished 19th. Aaron Reitzel had another rough outing as well. He finished 14th in that event. On Saturday at Plymouth, Reitzel was looking to rebound, though, as he hadn't won a series race in 14 starts. Back to Fremont at the beginning of July. Hunter Schoenberg started on the pole, and he and Reitzel traded the lead over the first few laps, but uh, Reitzel settled uh, settled in out front on lap four. From there, it was all Reitzel in the lead. He led the rest of the way to grab his eighth win of the season. Tony Stewart finished second, Hunter Schoenberg third, Justin Peck fourth, and Shane Stewart was fifth. Corey Eliason finished 10th after being caught up in an early incident. Eliason had close to within 64 points of Reitzel for the championship lead, but that's now back out to 84 following Reitzel's win Saturday at Plymouth. The All-Stars are back to Pennsylvania this week with four shows Thursday at Grandview, Friday at Williams Grove, Saturday at Lincoln and Sunday at Bedford. Uh, you can watch all of those races live on Flow Racing. Summer Nationals closed out their 2020 season this weekend uh, on Friday night at Tri-City Motor Speedway. Dona Marcoulier grabbed the upset win from 8th over Rusty Schlank, Ryan Gustin, Frank Heckenass Jr., and Brian Shirley. On Saturday in the series uh, in the season finale at Merritt, Jason Fager took the win over Ryan Gustin, Marcoulier, Greg Gokey, and David Mielke. Uh, Brian Shirley's 7th place finish was good enough to see him capture his 3rd straight Summer Nationals championship. No surprise, uh, he was strong for the entire run of Summer Nationals uh, races this season. He he won seven of those and was good almost every single night. So congrats to him and his team on a fantastic Summer Nationals season. The weekend modified Nationals features were won by Nick Hoffman and Will Krupp. Three races still remain to decide the 2020 modified National Champion. Uh, Nick Hoffman right now has a pretty sizable lead over Mike Harrison in those standings. Other weekend open wheel winners include Buddy Kofoid in Power Eye action at Jacksonville. Tyler Ross won at Baps Motor Speedway. Cap Henry at Attica. Anthony Macri picked up a win at Port Royal and Ayrton Jenison had a pair of ASCS Warrior we, uh, Region wins. Other weekend late model winners include Donald McIntosh at I-75 Raceway, James Giassi at Cedar Lake Speedway, and Steve Casebolt at Atomic Speedway. Rodney Sanders won both US MTS features over the weekend at Lake Ozark and the Salina High Banks. Uh, so a lot of good racing this weekend. If you haven't watched a lot of that stuff, certainly plenty of highlights and uh, on-demand content across the streaming services to check out. If you're looking for something to watch tonight, don't forget, if you're interested, the season finale for the iRacing World of Outlaws Late Models World Championship. You can watch live for free at iRacing.com slash live or twitch.com slash iRacing. Hayden Cardwell enters tonight with a two-point advantage over Dylan Wilson in the standing, so this championship is going to come down to the very last lap. The championship winner will take home $10,000. Uh, catch all of the action live tonight from the dirt track at Charlotte. We'll be back tomorrow to recap all of that as well. That's the show for today. Hope everybody has a good Monday. You can find Dirt Tracker Daily on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or where you get podcasts. Please subscribe and leave a review. You can also watch the show every day on YouTube and Facebook. You can email the show at info at dirttracker.com, and you can follow along at facebook.com slash dirttracker, twitter.com slash dirttracker, and the website itself, dirttracker.com. You can follow me personally on Twitter at Justin underscore Feeler, and don't forget to sign up for the Dirt Tracker weekly newsletter. I uh, also want to say a quick thanks to everybody that tunes into the show every single day. We went over 50,000 total plays uh, since we began in February. So really appreciate that. The growth has been really fun to watch. Um, so thanks to everybody that tunes in. We'll be back tomorrow on Tuesday for more Dirt Tracker Daily. Dirt Tracker Daily.